Welcome to Layout, a weekly podcast about design, technology, and everything else. Our main topic for this week, open office plans. Our thanks to Envision Studio for sponsoring this week's episode. How's it going? It's another week. We're here again. Yeah, I feel like you and I have been texting more. Yeah, I wonder why. It's kind of weird. That must be a reason. Anyway, uh, hi. We have follow-up for all the listeners. I I really enjoyed last week's episode. I liked the energy. I was pumped up. You yep. were pumped up. We had a good banter. Uh, I guess the star of the last week's show was Mastodon, and we have some updates on that. So... Um, you kind of love it i no? i fully love it i love it it's great it <laughs> it's like it, if twitter was good <laughs> like i don't know how to say it it's everyone's like super awesome super nice like this cool new community vibe feeling where it, it's it's doing this kind of reset where it seems like twitter got so um like you know like the people that are there are, and entrenched so like the well-known people are well-known and the lesser-known people are lesser-known um whereas it feels like with mastodon it's like starting fresh right like it's like who can i follow and so i'm like hearing from new people that i did not know before um i feel like i there's not that many people kind of like posting stuff and like replying and Mm -hmm. everything so it feels like i'm i feel more comfortable kind of like jumping in and like having conversations in there uh, there's new features mm-hmm. like a lot of the additions are very nice um like for example the ability to send tweets only to, to your followers um uh, tweets yeah <laughs> um the i i'm starting to like the spoiler thing um over images you can add image descriptions that show up on your image mm-hmm. and i've seen a lot of people like have some really cool uses for that um like there's just a lot of, of really neat things um in mastodon that that to me just makes it a more ple- pleasant place to to be than twitter um that being said like if i can like put in the little smallest amount of criticism here uh one thing i've noticed is uh doesn't seem to be any way of quoting toots in macedon yes and that's that's by design oh really because uh i think the the thinking behind this is when you quote um so what kevin is referring to is on twitter you can either retweet it would just like show on to your on your followers timeline as like the original poster as like a tweet that just surfaced on their timeline or you can Mm -hmm. quote retweet which is like you can add your commentary and then like link to the to the tweet on Mastodon, they don't want to do that because they think it's like a way to protect, uh, like taking stuff out of co- uh, out of context. Hmm. So if you want to add your commentary to someone else's toot, you can just reply to that toot. Uh, and if you want to share with other people, you can just boost this their version of retweet. Uh, so if you want to wait like, a add minute, your but commentary that's, on but top, that's no good. Like, uh, it, wait. If I reply to a tweet, will people who follow just me see it? I'm not sure. Right, because, I mean, if the answer is no, then it's like, I, I want to share this, but add, 
a commentary as to like why this is interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure. I wonder if and you I'm not can, sure how like, if you can boost that. it, and then if you reply to it, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, here's the thing: we can all uh, build on top of it. Yeah, that's something that I was wondering too, and I don't know if you know this. Like, who who controls Mastodon? Like, like how do do new features get added? So I do know this. Um, Eugene, uh, he's Gargron. He's the, the 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 yeah. This is his nickname. Like on GitHub and everywhere, and on Mastodon. He's the the developer behind Mastodon. He created. I think he's like a twenty four year old a developer from uh, Germany, I believe. And he created Mastodon, and he's still like the driving force behind all of it. Um, so he's the one really calling the shots and deciding what gets merged or not. Uh, of course, the whole project is open source, so there are people contributing mm-hmm. to it. But at the end of the day, right now, he's like still like the gatekeeper. He decides what gets merged or not to the main Mastodon you know, project. But right. with that said, some people, like if for some reason, down the line... The community is not happy with the path that uh, Gene is taking this. Or like we want to add more features or whatever. We can also always fork the original Mastodon project. We can build on top of it. But and as long as you follow um, the same protocol, the open protocol, um, it will still work like with every single Mastodon. Uh, and some instances can run their own version of Mastodon if you want so. So, like, design, Mastodon.design can run a fork of Mastodon with, with our own set of custom features. And, you know, as long as we follow the protocol, everyone else, like, we can still communicate and we can still follow other people from everywhere. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Does that answer your question? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Um, yeah, kind of interesting. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so, hopefully, he reconsiders this decision. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I've I, been loving it. It's it's really great. I saw a couple of tweets on this. Uh, I can probably surface them and, and send it your way. Um, maybe Would you, you have to boost them or reply to them? <laughs> uh, so, with that said, uh, we mentioned that we are uh, we signed up on this one instance, the design instance. Um, I am Rafa there, so if you want to follow, you can do like add Rafa at Macedon Design, and Kevin is at Kevin at Macedon Design. It's still an uh, invite only uh, instance, uh, but everyone that's already in it can can invite other people. So you just have to reach out to anyone who's already in it, like me or Kevin or anyone that you know, and ask for an invite. And I'm sure uh, people are kind enough to to give you one. Um, I've had so many people message me to get invites. It's been insane. Like I've just been like not even not be able to keep keep up with Twitter. Like everyone's just messaging me all the time. Same, um, same, and it's great. It's great to to, to see people interested and in, in yeah, wanting to be part of it. And like people um, switching to the Macedon dot design instance from something else. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think that it's the superior instance so far, <laughs> uh, and we'll keep getting better. So uh, also yeah. shout out to Shane. Uh, he's he created this instance. He also runs another instance, a bit more popular. It's uh, Mastodon.art for mm. more more oriented for to, to artists because um, design is not art. Uh, <laughs> so Ooh, uh, shout out take. to Shane. He's been he's been dealing with all this. Of course, he has to maintain the instance. Uh, you know, he's he's has his own server. So shout out to Shane to keeping everything you know up and running and being so kind and and welcoming to to anyone to join. Because I feel like we. We kind of opened the floodgates a little bit, <laughs> let a lot, let a lot of people in. I've been talking to 
to Shane. Um, and like he's he's completely cool. He's he's great. So shout out. So is that a thing that we should worry about? No. Like, what happens if Shane is like, "Hey, I'm done paying this server bill." Uh, you know, just from the limited interactions that I had with him, and I, uh, I'm confident that even if he doesn't want to keep maintaining it, um, someone else will will step up. Probably, uh, I could step up honestly. Um, and also, he's been running, as I mentioned, he's been running the dot art instance, and that mm. one is way more popular than than design so it's kind of like he already been through this like he's been mm-hmm. he had a he has a, currently a way more popular instance so he's prepared even if design takes over the world i think yeah well he better yeah he better get ready <laughs> because we're we're coming for for the world so All right, watch last out. last yeah. piece of, of follow-up on this mastodon theme um this is not a secret at all like people who follow us on mastodon probably saw this already but um, uh, last week, I think, I don't know if this made it uh, in, in the show, but we talked about the, like, hmm. you know what? Let me roll a clip. Uh, hey, editor, can you <laughs> roll a clip right now? Thank you. Is it weird that I so much, I want so much to design a Mastodon client? You should make one. Yeah. Kevin, we should this. make one. Yeah, we we can make that. Kevin, harp <sighs> noises. We're back. Um, so we started building an app, a Mastodon client. Yes. Um, it's been something. So it's been a week since we started, and like on the night we record, kind of late. So for me, like I probably finished recording by by midnight, and for you, it's like late in the evening as well, kind of or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh but anyway, but last week after we were done with the recording, you started, you know, building this app and then when I woke up, I saw a thing, uh, like a timeline was working and then I picked up on that and we've been working together on this client. It's been um it's been an experience. <laughs> I am <laughs> I am very excited. It's a side project that I'm really passionate in and and excited about um but not only that isn't that just new because it's a new side project is the thing that i you know the twitter like app i never worked on that but it's the first time that i'm working on a project with you which you know besides this whole show but uh you know (laughs) right um and it's been awesome it's been great um and it's been new i i am i i have no doubt that we will a theme of one of our episodes will be you know, working on side projects with a friend. <laughs> right. If if we are still friends by then. But yeah, we, we never know. If we make <laughs> Just it. kidding. If we make it. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's been so much fun. And I think it's contributing to my love for Macedon. It's just, it's just so much fun that like we can work on a thing like this and that the API is just so good <laughs> for everything. Mm-hmm. It's just it makes everything so easy um there i don't know like there's this energy in like in the air with macedon and it it is uh i don't i don't know why because I, I haven't really heard from a lot of other people but there's there's always people on the uh the design instance that are like oh everyone's building a macedon client <laughs> <laughs> um so i'm not sure who else is 
but uh but there's uh, apparently lots of people are doing it um and yeah it's just it's just fun like bringing back that kind of ui playground type type thing um and it's it's one of these things that it's like it's it doable for two designers like you and i um to to build this app make make it great and i like just have an audience um which like I feel like in many other aspects, like all the apps have been made. Um, but mm. this is this is an area that has most of the other apps, I have to say apologies if you ha- have made one already, but most of the apps are kind of terrible. Uh, <laughs> so there's lots of opportunities to uh, to improve on that. so it's been it's been really fun working on, with you on it. Um, I also uh, I, I joined in a little bit, but um, you posted a live uh design session where you design oh, yeah. um some of our app icon can you talk a bit more about that uh yeah i totally forgot about that so it was a saturday or sunday whatever it was the weekend and uh i was working on like a replacement for just a placeholder for like a, an, an app icon for an app because uh, the default i can't deal with it and uh the very quick one that i that i added was a bit it had some problems, let's say. Um, so I started like doing some research just on the iPad, just like some doodling and just like bringing some of the apps that I like, like a reference and whatever. And then I was ready to start working on it and build the actual icon and the vector thingus. And um, as I was doing, I was like, oh shit, well, this is like, it's one of those projects that I know exactly how this is going to go. And I know that I can probably work on this for like an hour. It won't take much longer than that. And like there are really no surprises, <laughs> and it could be cool to like go through the thought process. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Let me stream this because I never, I never streamed any design work ever. Um, so it took me longer to set up a stream dingus on my computer than to actually like the stream itself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> ended up streaming on YouTube, and uh, it was great. I had a couple of people uh, joining in. Uh, like I think I had like twenty to thirty people live at one point. And like after the fact, I think right now I have like on the hundreds of views, which is not a lot, but like I didn't really publicize it. Like I didn't mention it anywhere, but it was fun. It was, it was great. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, that that was really cool. Um, it was, it was interesting at least for me to see kind of your process and like how you're going through and how you're approaching a project like this. Um, I, I really recommend people go back and watch it and like, you don't have to watch the whole thing. That's the beauty of like watching the stream after the fact is you can like <laughs> stream ahead to see basically like what's happening and like fast forward mm-hmm. to through the boring bits. Um but uh yeah, no. I I thought this is this is really cool. I like that like we're able to kind of like work on this in public. Like that feels very in the spirit of Mastodon. So Yeah, exactly. Good yeah. stuff. All right. Uh, we are still not done with follow-up, but let's leave the Macedon thing on the side for now. Um, more people wrote in to suggest uh, punishments for you, Kevin. Remember that you also have another side project? Uh, no, you're, I, you're don't, working... I don't remember. <laughs> what are you talking about? So to get everyone uh, up to speed, uh, we did a thing like a layout redesign your website month. Through the month of July, you're supposed to redesign your website. Uh, Kevin really missed the deadline a little bit, uh, and then he gave himself a new deadline. It would be by the end of this month, August. And uh, right now we're recording this, and it's the 28th, so you have four days. 
Um, so it's, it's <laughs> My God. very likely that he will also miss that deadline. So we decided to come up with, uh, you know, a punishment. If you don't hit that deadline, which is, you know, let's be honest, uh, <laughs> it's very likely. Um, what kind of punishment should we should we come up with? And um, after last week's episode, a bunch of people wrote in to suggest new uh, recommendations for punishment. So, Kevin, uh, uh, allow me to go through them, and and I want to I want to get your reaction. How do you feel about them? Because there are like a couple of good sure. ones. So, Ollie said that from September the first until you actually ship your website, um, every time you tweet, you have to include six emojis in every tweet. <laughs> Which I thought it was. I thought it was funny. How do you feel about that? Yeah, that's a funny one. Um, maybe I just stop using Twitter then and just toot instead of tweeting. Probably ah, stopped. Ollie should have included a toot as well. Aha. He hacked. He, oh, my God. <laughs> okay, well, sure. You win this one, young Padawan. Uh, second one. Uh, this was by Kevin. Um, Kevin, not you. Uh, Kevin... <laughs> Friend of the show, Kevin Gutowski. Kevin said, uh, hey, you should invert your mouse scroll direction and stream some design work, just like I did, but with the um, mm-hmm. scroll direction inverted. Um, how do you That'd feel about funny. this one? Can you, can you do that like programmatically, or would I have to hold my mouse upside down? Oh, no, there's a setting in the system preferences. It's like the natural scroll. Oh, wait, is it the, it. Oh, just a scroll direction. Right. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, not, you want to do the, like the whole uh, mouse? Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, having the, the mm. mouse move in the opposite. Yeah, that might be a bit but... trickier to to set yeah. up. But I mean, maybe, scroll I direction know. is yeah would be bad enough. I feel like this but, might be funny but... in the first couple of minutes, but I I believe that your brain will make the switch very fast. So never, by never. Sometimes <laughs> I have to use uh, my coworkers' computers, and it's infuriating. Ah. Uh, Natural scroll is the only way to go, people. If if you're not using that, then you're wrong. <laughs> and you should feel Agreed. bad about yourself. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> just to clarify, when you say natural, you mean the the updated one, just like uh, touch, touch yes. screen. Like a, okay, okay. Yes. yes. Same, same here, same here. Okay, cool. Uh, so next one. Uh, by Glad we can K- still be friends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> by uh, Kyle suggests that you know, you will donate $100 for every week that you still don't ship the website. Right. I like the idea of donating money to charity. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that Kyle is very, like, <laughs> I don't have that kind of money, Kyle. <laughs> How long do you think this is going to take me to finish? <laughs> well, uh, then you will just try to finish it in one week and it will be $100. Mm-hmm. You know, I I I gotta be honest. I like the the incentive, and this is a theme. So a lot of people recommended this. I like the the idea of you have to be punished until you ship it. You know, so right. So you have some yeah. control. You know. Um. Anyway. Mm. Uh. Okay. So uh, Jared on Mastodon, Jared suggested that you will run in two weeks. What? Rafa averages on one week. So let's see. Let me do some math. I'll probably can go to Strava and see see what my average is. But I can tell you it should be around, I don't know, thirty to forty kilometers, uh, maybe. So so you had to run that in two weeks. How do you feel about this one? Okay. 
I guess. I don't know how long. Like, how many times do you run usually per week? Well, now I don't. Uh, but um, no, but... <laughs> I would do like three, probably three runs, three, four stops, three hours. Oh, three runs. Oh, how long would I take? Um, well, yes. it depends. I have a like a long run can take me an hour and a half. Oh my god! Like on a weekend. Right. So you're asking me to do five hours of running. No, we and no, because I run probably <laughs> faster than you since you're not used to it. So probably more than that. <laughs> but you have two weeks, so you can spread it. So effectively, like right, half. right, right. Okay, okay, that could be a good one. That could be a good okay. one. All right. Uh, and last one. This was uh, suggested by Ricardo, friend of the show. Again, uh, you have to change your credit card again. <laughs> I know how yeah. that went the first time, but that, honestly, that's a terrible punishment. <laughs> yeah yeah that is a bad one but i mean and also the, but the thing is like well, by bad i mean it's good, not yeah. that realistic because i there's nothing i would change my credit card to like my credit is kind of fine i finally got the black credit card i'm pretty happy with it <laughs> well, okay no need to brag all right so so we complained last week that we didn't have a lot of recommendations now we do so kevin um uh, we when next time we record it's already past the month so it's going to be already uh halfway right. through the first week of september so will you let us know on twitter maybe what the punishment which one do you pick and then uh yeah yeah i'd say either kyle's which is donating money i can do that i can donate money um or uh I like the running one. I like this one. Uh, okay. So let's say, all right, let's go down. Let's say 20 kilometers in two weeks. That's 10 kilometers a week. So that, like, oh that's a God. 10K. That's like my, my short run. So you can totally do this. Cool. Okay. Well, is that, are you, have we picked? Uh, we'll see. We'll give people time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, so uh, we're moving on. That's all for the follow-up that we have. But, but I'd we... say like the, those are the runner-up. Hey, that's the runner-up. <laughs> uh, all right, that's all for follow-up. Let's get to our main topic. But before we do, allow me once again to tell you all about our sponsor for this week, which is, once again, Envision Studio. Envision Studio is the world's most powerful screen design tool that brings together design, prototyping, animation and collaboration all in one place with a seamless connection to the envision cloud it's easy to take your ideas and turn them into great products with one connected workflow envision studio was created by working closely with the world's best design teams and finding inspiration in how they create beloved digital products that you most likely use unlike legacy tools that were built for graphic and static and print design, Envision Studio was built specifically for a new generation of designers like yourself who are creating specifically for the screen. Envision Studio creates a new visual language for designers to collaborate with the rest of their team involved in the product design process, giving them a way to easily convey their ideas and quickly get stakeholder buy-in. Design teams at Zendesk, Uber, Salesforce, Shopify, and a lot more 
uh, are already using InVision Studio's rapid prototyping, advanced animation, and collaborative features for their digital product design needs. If you want to try InVision Studio and learn more, uh, I got great news for you. InVision Studio is available now in early access and it's going to be free forever. So if you want to check them out, just go to envisionapp.com slash studio. Once again, that's envisionapp.com slash studio to learn more. And our thanks to Envision Studio for sponsoring Layout. Boom. Beep, beep, beep. All right. Main topic time. Main topic time. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was intense. <laughs> yeah. Because our main topic is very intense. Our main topic for today is open office plans. Open office plans is a trend that caught up with all the startups in where, uh, honestly, you know what, Kevin? Uh, almost every topic, <laughs> I feel like this is a trend in our show. At the end, it's like, well, it all depends on the definition. <laughs> so first thing I <laughs> yeah, do, I do yeah, exactly. here is like bring up a definition so we're all on the same page. So... <laughs> An open plan is the generic term used in architectural interior design for any floor plan which makes use of large open spaces and minimizes the use of small enclosed rooms such as private offices. Meaning, you know, it's a classic startup look. It's like an open uh, room with a bunch of desks all in the same room. There are no walls. There are no individual offices. And, um, and that's, very, that's like very popular uh, with, with tech companies. But they're also very polarizing. Um, friend of the show, Sam Sofa, said, like, music in an open office, thumbs down. <laughs> it's like a common theme. There are a lot of things that annoy me and a lot of people in uh, open so office. So that was a thing when I saw that. I was like, I, when I saw Sam's tweet, I, I was like, what? No, that, no, music in an open office is fine. Um, what? But that is, be- wait, wait, wait. But that is because... Because the only experience that I've had when we were playing music in the open office, um, it was this guy that was playing music where we pretty much shared musical tastes. Uh, and re- recently, this uh, new guy started, like, doing Shopify recently, started playing music in his pod, <laughs> super loud. Um, and his music is not good. I'm sorry if you're listening to this. <laughs> Sorry, your music sucks. Um, and now I've I've switched over to the thumbs down side. So um, uh, music in an open op- office, fine as long as your music is is matches my tastes. I dis- <laughs> well, I disagree. I one hundred percent disagree. It's never okay to have music in an open office, in my opinion. But um, hey, uh, so what's the situation? At Shopify, I just I feel like you already spoiled it, but you have a, an open office plan, right? Yeah, well, so I think we've talked about this in the past a little bit, but we have the this pod system where basically it's open offices, but it's uh, separated. So we'll be in groups of 10-ish people, 10 to 15 people in a room, um, and that room's open, but then between these rooms there are walls so you're still around people you don't have your closed office space but you're not sitting in a room with like 200 other people so it's kind of like an in-between what's uh what's netlify's office like it's an open office (laughs) one i mean we're, we're small enough that we all fit in the same office like in the same 
room-ish. Like one, mm-hmm. We have one large floor plan, and then we have, of course, um, smaller like meeting rooms and stuff. So, of course, you're, you're not having meetings in an open office space. But, right. uh, yeah, and, and it's funny how, like, on my first job at this one agency, um, we actually worked in a very popular uh, co-working space in Lisbon in LX Factory. Um, it, like, it, it's akin to WeWork, so kind of like the same, but not as big and expensive <laughs> but um it was interesting and it was my first uh you know experience working in the professional environment this was my first time working at a company and that was a very um very lively uh, as you can imagine like a lot of people people from different backgrounds because uh, even in the open office plan usually it's like everyone works at the same thing like at the same company but on a co-working space, it's a bit different, even though it's still open office plan, like the style. Um, but it's people from all over the place, all over different, like different, uh, you know, backgrounds and whatever. And that, I would say, everything that you hate about open office plan is amplified in that environment. <laughs> uh, not great. But everything, like every single uh, experience in company that I worked at, they had an open office plan um, style, and. Um, yeah, I got okay. All right, I gotta say, uh, I don't, I'm not a fan. Um, and uh, like w- the reason why th- this became so popular, if I had to guess, uh, it's just because it's cheaper, right? Um, startups grow very fast, they employ a lot of people. Uh, in the beginning, like, they don't probably don't have a lot of money. Well, that's not the case anymore, but like, um, it would be very, uh, way more expensive and harder to scale if you have to have like a individual office space for every single employee um a way that you know the american force uh the american uh working force uh try to address this was like cubicles right that's another thing you could do have small cubicles but oh my god that just that's so depressing <laughs> um so like open office plans i like the look of it uh, but in practice, in reality, I can't get anything done in that in that place, especially hmm. if someone is playing music. Okay, so I have like maybe more of a nuanced nuance take on on this. Like, <laughs> I so there was a study in, uh, I think from Harvard, something something, um, that looked at the impact of open workspace on human collaboration. Um, so. One of one of the things they they mentioned in their abstract of their, their their study is that contrary to common belief, the volume of face to face interaction decreased significantly uh, by seventy percent in an open space versus uh, in more closed or traditional workspaces. In both cases, um, with an associated increase in electronic interaction. So in short, rather than prompting increasingly vibrant face-to-face collaboration, open architecture appeared to trigger natural human response to socially withdraw from office mates and interact uh, instead over email and IM. Uh, It's a message. Um, So this is pretty interesting, right? So a lot of the common reason that is used to explain office space is that this is to foster and increase collaboration. 
And it's like, well, turns out not true. <laughs> um, that like that doesn't happen. Um, and to me, it kind of mirrors my personal experience. I work in a open-ish space um, and lots of people like will be sitting next to one another and then just be messaging each other. Um, I don't think that that's necessarily bad, though, because um, it's kind of like the 37 signals um, uh, kind of a principle that like async communication is better than uh, what's the opposite of async? <laughs> I forget. Oh, Anyways, like then if so basically like async communication is better than communication that needs Synced to happen like on the yeah <laughs> on the spot. Um which means that if I have a question and I like walk over to your desk and I'm like I like poke you on the on the shoulder uh and I'm like, Hey Rafa, like what's this thing? Um that interrupts your work. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I have that still that same question and I fire up Slack and then I ask you the question. You can choose to answer that whenever you're free so that I don't end up interrupting your work. So I think uh, the idea that it's increasing collaboration is probably wrong. It seems like it's pro- proven that it's wrong. Uh, but I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing that people use these, these tools like Slack and stuff like that more. Um, for me personally, like just thinking about what is an environment that I would like to work in. I'd say like there are two environments that I want to work in. One would be in like home office setup, which is basically like, I do not talk to anyone. I just, I'm here and I work in my things. Uh, but the, the second place that I'd like to work is around people. Like I'm, I don't want to be in a cubicle. Like that just sounds awful to me. Like, and like, maybe it's more productive, maybe it is, but it doesn't sound fun. Like I just, I, I would feel claustrophobic in there and I don't want, I don't want my own office. Like that was crazy. Like, did you think about that? Like each person in your company having their own office with a door, (laughs) like that'd be crazy. Um, so I do think that despite everything that is caused uh with with open office space it's still probably the best compromise we have uh which kind of explains why so many companies are switching to it because it's it's the lesser of two evils i don't disagree with you uh and i would add just for the record even though i truly believe that like i am I'm I'm way less productive in an open office space environment. Um, I enjoy the social interactions. I enjoy hanging out with people and coworkers and uh, improv like conversations over the kitchen thing or like or whatever. Like, I have a good time there, but I'm not productive. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like for the company that's probably not a good trade off for me personally. Am I like? you know mental health is probably a good thing so i don't know i don't know where this like how valuable this is for the company uh but it's just just another data point but yeah they i save don't a I lot don't... of money they save a lot of money and also employee happiness is is a huge thing um right. and and like that's not even taking into consideration the context piece because they because you're bumping into all these people and like maybe you have a conversation 
and, and it might be about your weekend, but it might also be about work things um, that you're gaining more context on things you wouldn't have context on otherwise. And that mm -hmm. brings value, I think. I have to say that uh, at least at Netlify, um, I've been noticing the trend, like I've been noticing that more and more people are like publicly acknowledging the fact as, as truth that, yeah, I'm not as productive in the office as I am. And I work from home, for example. Uh, and it's like, it's like a general consensus over, you know, everyone in the company, not really everyone, but especially engineers um, mm -hmm. and designers at, uh, at least. Uh, so, so a thing that I keep seeing more and more and more is most people uh, work from home on like specific days, like right. two or three days of a week, which is still a lot. Uh, they're going to work from home. And that's like, they're going to focus on being as, the most productive they can on those days. And then like maybe meetings, maybe try to schedule those for when we're all at the office. Cause it's meetings is one of those things that yes, you can be more productive when you're talking face to face with someone um, than over the, like a video call or whatever. So yeah, totally. So yeah. So what's, what's our conclusion here before we move on um, music in an open office thumbs down. <laughs> Sam That's no. Um, like I, I, as a human being, I have a really hard time doing anything that will make someone else's life, even if it's a little bit worse, for my personal gain. Like, I am incapable of. Uh, <laughs> this is why you're such a good friend. <laughs> I am. I am incapable of reclining my seat on an airplane, even if it's a San Francisco mm. to Frankfurt airplane. For the unless unless the person in front of me has it reclined, the person behind me has it reclined, and the person behind me is asleep, then I'm like, okay, Whoa, that's yeah. a lot of conditions. I know. How so do you know I, the person you, behind you is asleep? Well, if they look like they're asleep, <laughs> I'm not gonna like check their pulse. Or <laughs> but so, excuse because, me, just checking. Are you asleep or are you dead? <laughs> because it's like. Because if you're dead, then I can't recline. <laughs> it's like, not is it fair if everyone has their seat reclined that I also have it? Yes. But me reclining my seat, I will be more comfortable, but someone else will be less comfortable. Mm -hmm. So I can't make that trade off. So right. uh, I swear this, there was a reason behind this. Like when I, because of this, because this way that I am, I will never be able to have music in an open office. I would never be able to, like, I would feel very self-conscious if I had, like, a clicky keyboard, like, a very loud keyboard, mm. keyboard on an open office space. No, a lot um, of people that are not self-conscious about that at all. <laughs> I remember on my first two jobs, I had crappy headphones that, that would bleed a lot, meaning mm. you could hear my music coming out from my headphones. Uh, right. I tend to listen to music very, you know, very loud so it would be a bit annoying especially if you if you didn't have headphones on you would hear my music like you know a bit distorted like that it was a horror for me knowing that someone else was like annoyed because of my music so most of the times i like didn't have headphones in because i couldn't <laughs> think anyway um so that's like when i'm in an open open office environment I am acutely aware of every single thing that I might be doing and is that making someone else's life worse or like annoying or whatever. So I guess my stress levels just go through the roof. <laughs> um, anyway, anything else you want to add to the discussion? No, that's it. All right. Well, 
That was our main topic. Should we do some side dishes or, or what? What's happening? I feel like, honestly, I've just been working and working <laughs> for the past like week. Like every moment that I'm alive, I'm working, whether it's on uh, Bluetooth uh, on this project for a friend of mine or at actual work. <laughs> um, so, ooh, did they finally re- release it? Transit got a redesign. Do you know Transit app? Oh, barely. I it once in London. Uh, so it's this app that's made in Montreal uh, by a few friends of mine. Uh, and I gave, was lucky enough to get to uh, have an early preview of the app um, a little while ago. And uh, looks like, uh, I guess they launched it. It's really slick. It looks, um, it looks so, good just cycling through some screenshots. Yeah. It's very I mean, I guess we're not uh, recommendations yet, new. But... <laughs> like a mm-hmm. modern take it's it's like uh, kevin um this might be relevant to um you know the fact that we're working on an app um i am like there have been rumors that ios is due for uh not a redesign but like a design refresh like an update mm-hmm. a little bit um and i feel like with most of these os's and like the 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 the, the hig of these platforms uh, it's like when like when ios 7 came out um all of a sudden all, every single app looked outdated and uh and looked bad so you would adopt as closely as you could you know with iOS 7 style in the hig to make it feel modern fresh in line with the platform whatever whatever um as uh these design systems and design the higs get uh, more mature and more used like then very quickly apps that follow the hig you know very closely look just boring and not new. Um, so then some apps tend to deviate and build on top of uh, like iOS 7 style or whatever it is, material design, all that. This is a good example. Um, just looking at some screenshots, some interactions like this uh, transit. It's like, it's like a take on what iOS 13, 14, whatever the future of iOS might go to. And we saw this with a bunch of apps. Uh, even before I was remember remember um, Trent Gruber's app. What was it called? Uh, Vesper. Vesper. Vesper was like it was released pre iOS seven, uh, but like it it took some liberties at <laughs> changing some things in uh, that were not really native on iOS six at the time. Um, and it very it, like it looked modern. It looked close to what iOS seven would eventually uh, do. And so this this whole thing, like the cards thing that we've been getting hints on, like the music app and the podcast app and the maps app, um, like it feels like the new paradigm that probably more and more apps are are adopting. Um, mm-hmm. And apps like like Things is a very good example. And like Things is not using co- um, uh, default controls, but it's like they're not reinventing them. It's just they're taking the basic native controls and like tweaking them to look a bit more modern or like a bit new. Uh, and I've been fascinated by that, that take on things uh, like Tweety back in the day when it came out, Tweety was very bold. Like he brought a bunch of new interactions in and stuff on iOS on, or Mac on, uh, on iOS. Well, 
both really yeah, but like Tor on ios was very close to the system it was but then you know pull the refresh was one it was selecting yeah, the tweet it was, but tweety, was one. tweety was in my opinion was a different thing tweety was let's make it very system like but let's like tweak one thing here one thing there keeping in the style like making it as if apple designed it where mm-hmm. I find like a lot of these apps like Transit and uh, some of the other examples that you named very much have like their own identity, their own ideas for how things should look. Um, That's and, fair. It, and it might be what the future brings, but uh, right now it's very like it's very branded. Whereas Tweety was was much more like, how do we make a better version of a system app? And that's my ideal take on it, honestly. But maybe mm. it's just you know maybe it's just me remembering it wrong but like there were like a lot of new things uh added to tweety that eventually like the expanding the the table cell um and like when when it came to the ipad like that 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 layout style the three column stuff that was very new uh, as well. that was the best ipad app right ever created. and that was not like not a native thing but it kind of define what eventually would become native it's like there's just such good ideas that apple can't yeah you know can't ignore it <laughs> like there's that's no the app ideal, that, of course. that's done this yet like after yeah. tweety like nobody's I, I can't believe nobody's taking on these ideas even to this <sighs> day so it's my goal crazy. is to be tweety <laughs> but yeah. for mastodon what happened to lauren brichter that's a very good question did you just like retire and lauren just, like brichter i can't spell not brichter. do anything because he did, after Tweety, he did, I mean, he was at Twitter for a bit until they ruined his client. Um, and then mm-hmm. he did 8-Bits. Do you remember, like, letter, uh, letter Press? Yeah, Letter Press. Um, that was a was fun that game. him? Yeah, that was him. Oh, uh, yeah, right. I remember, yeah. That was a fun game. Yeah. Actually, yeah, not that long ago, really I game. downloaded it again. It's still going. It's, like, it's still live. Yeah, he sold it, though. Mm, okay, um, but I'm not sure what he's doing now. He, I feel like, like Mike Mattis, he is like one of these people that it, just like everything they do is so good and interesting. Yeah. Um, I know, right? But they tend to take these long breaks. Holy shit! Just like, don't hear them. Lauren Brichter was on Vector, the the podcast. Rene mm-hmm. Ricci. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. How long did ago? It? Uh, February. <laughs> right. Cool. <laughs> should we do? Should we do recommendations? Let's do it. So you All start. All right. Okay, I can start. Um, I'm recommending today a show on Netflix. Um, it's it's not a new show, but it's a new show to me. Like I've been ignoring this show for so long, uh, because it, it never really spoke to me <laughs> but eventually like I, I was just we were just bored here and like well we should we have to watch something and just like put this on and it's a uh, glow on Netflix, and uh, glow is like this it takes place in the 80s and it's like in in la like the very hollywood theme and um it's like they create this wrestling uh all like women wrestling tv show for like a local cable uh channel <laughs> and uh that's it <laughs> that's like the premise they're creating a new show for uh for a cable channel and it's like it stars alison brie from community uh and uh, 
bunch of other people. Like the casting is perfect. It's like the, you don't have a lot of stars, but like every single one is on point. Like their performances are amazing. It's a very fun show. And like it's it's just way better than it had any right to be. Like I was very pleasantly surprised. We binged season one in that weekend, like last weekend. It was really really fun huh. and good show. And season two is already out. Uh, so, um, so yeah, we're watching that right now. And it's yeah, it's just been good fun. It's uh, the episodes are like a half hour uh, long, so it's it's very easy to to to. to is watch. it is it a comedy? That's a hard question to answer. Like, it's definitely funny, but it's it's like a comedy drama, right? Okay. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I watched the first episode or half of the first really? episode and just, like, didn't really get into it, but I might give it another shot now. Interesting. Yeah, if you don't have, like, anything to watch, because right now we're in a slow period in television, mm-hmm. right? A lot of shows are either ended or... Yeah. So, so yeah, give it a shot. Uh, it's it's pretty good. I I'm really into it. All right. What's your recommendation, dude? Cool. My recommendation is this app called Wilson, uh, <laughs> and it's a really interesting app. Um, mm-hmm. Go look at the screenshots, and you'll you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, it's basically this app. Uh, speaking of like design patterns and stuff like that, um, it's basically this app that's like, what would happen? if we did not care at all about any of the existing patterns of the platform um, (laughs) and made an app. Uh, And what you get is Wilson. So the icon is basically like a child's drawing (laughs) that doesn't actually represent anything. Icon. Um, I can read like it's my, like (laughs) M-Y, but... um, I, I don't think it's meant to represent anything. Um, the app has like this dark theme um, and it's very like, uh, I don't know how to call this, like artsy in a sense. Like it's it's uh, brutalist type design. Um, right. With like stuff it's very, it's overlapping like on the sides. Um, like, yeah. I don't know. Um but it's like it's not it's not for me to complain about it it's i i recommend this app i think this is a really interesting app that we should have more of like i love people playing with like the concepts of of what makes an ios app and i think it's take like what it does um it's a podcast curation app so basically every week they curate a new issue uh and they'll curate episodes from either like existing podcasts or just like audio recordings from God knows where. Um, and just like, they're all rallied around a theme. Uh, and it's always pretty interesting. So go check him out. Um, one thing I like too, is the personality even extends to the notifications. Um, so for example, I, th- I believe this was last week or maybe the one before I took a screenshot of it. Um, <laughs> the notification says this week, you should only be listening to young thug and Ariana Grande's new album. <laughs> oh, and <laughs> this week's Wilson issue. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> a notification. Um, I just love it. Like it just brings that personality back into iOS apps. Uh, and I'm like, why not? Why not? Um, they also had another one that was like, this week's issue is bad. 
but you're going to love it. <laughs> That's just a notification. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, go check it out. We'll put links in the show notes. It's something, man. I gotta tell you, <laughs> this UI is something. Yep, I can't can't with the icon. <laughs> so do you? It has like a player, so you listen to the podcast that. It, you know, in, in the app, right? Yes. Hmm. Okay. I'll, you know what? I'll give it a shot. I'll listen to one of the uh, curated yeah. podcasts. And and some things are weird, so just make sure you <laughs> find something that you like. Um, yeah. I forget which, some things are weird. which ones I've listened to. Uh, but yeah, you, you never know where you're going to fall into. So. All right. Uh, but yeah. Okay, so with those recommendations out of the way, that is it for this week's episode. Thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, if you want to follow us on the internet, you can follow this show's account on Twitter. We are, we are at LayoutFM. I am at Rafa Hari, and Kevin is at VernalKick. You can also follow us on Mastodon. I am at Rafa at Mastodon.design. Kevin is at Kevin at Mastodon.design. It's pretty easy to to memorize <laughs> um, you can find the show notes and links to subscribe in all the podcasts app that you might uh, use visiting our website uh, layout.fm on the webs uh, our huge thanks to our sponsor this week once again Envision Studio available now in early access and it's free forever so if you want to check them out just go to envisionapp.com slash studio and lastly uh, this show is part of Spec FM Network so if you're looking for more shows to listen to, uh, check them out. Uh, they are spec.fm on the webs. And uh, yeah, I'll talk to you next week. All right. Th- talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.